Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's get it started. In Because I made this hat from aluminum foil. Where I had this foil lined in case an alien's inclined to probe your butt or read your mind. Looks a bit John Justice, producer Robbie, right before we uh, cracked the mic, had made a comment that things are serious, and he's absolutely right. Been really serious this week, uh, Robbie. Got a lot to get to today, a lot of news, got a rundown coming up. Katie Pavlich from Fox News is an individual, a friend of mine that I have been uh, looking forward to speaking to ever since uh, Saturday uh, this past uh, weekend, so a lot to dive into. But because things have been so super serious, oh, boy. I felt it was appropriate to do a quick round of Real or Babylon B headline. Yeah, we got too many prizes um, piling up here. We got to give some of them away, and uh, they're all going to me. Well, as we, uh, <laughs> you know, as we push off the dock. And embark on our excursion today. <laughs> embark. I, there should be a bell every time you say embark. <laughs> I should hit it. We're sailing off into stormy weather. I figured we'd start off with uh, okay. something a little fun. So, real or Babylon B headline. It is just as it sounds. We just play with Robbie. You can play along at home, or if you're listening in the car, maybe you're in the hot tub early morning or making breakfast. I'll give Robbie a headline, and he will simply know whether or not, or let me know, let us know whether or not it's a real headline. Or a Babylon B headline. Are you ready, sir? As ever, I'm always. I'm excited this morning. I am as well. All right. Real or a Babylon B headline? Number one. Palestinian flag outside Rashida Tlaib's office is seen throwing pride flag off the roof. No, 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 no. No chance. No chance. It's so funny. Yeah, it's very entertaining. In fact, um, the image that came along with it on Babylon B was hysterical. Okay, credit to the Fox News reporter who basically hounded her yesterday and was like, "Do you support Hamas like cutting off the heads of babies?" Yeah. And she just basically disappeared into an elevator. By the 
the way, just on a quick side note, on a serious note, I don't care that Rashida Tlaib has a Palestinian flag outside of her office. Yeah, nobody cares about that. I mean, she's, she's she, allowed to do that. She's Palestinian. That right. makes sense. And I actually took a bit of an issue with that reporter because she was asking her about the flag. It's like, I don't care. Yeah, about, nobody cares. Right? I don't care about that. You shouldn't care about that. It's the other part of it. So. Right. All right, let's course. get back to the phone. Okay. Real or Babylon B headline. A Chick-fil-A line grinds to halt after employees get stuck in endless loop of saying my pleasure to each other. No, that's no, that did not happen. Although I will say the Chick-fil-A employee is I think they go through some sort of brainwashing to, very kind. to oh the, the best. They're the best kind. employee. No, no, brainwashing in a good way because mm. I don't know how they always end with my pleasure. It's it's True. it's got to be just ingrained. I, I did have a, a newsflash. I had Chick-fil-A yesterday. <laughs> we uh my little uh my little world up in up in Blaine is yeah. becoming quite the Quite the little bastion of restaurants. Yeah. We had the, 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 the pickup drive through Chick-fil-A. We had a Popeye's opened up. We have a Chick-fil-A. We have a, uh, we have, I'm sorry, Chipotle. Chipotle. Right. And we have a Chick-fil-A going right. in uh, very soon. So we were going to have the great chicken wars of Blaine along with the taco wars. Okay. All right. All right. Real or Babylon B headline, Talk Robbie. About a real food fight. Woman steals car from dealership to drive to exotic dancer interview. I'll say that's real. It is real. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, where did that happen? In Atlanta? Uh, no, this was Muncie, Indiana. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you details on this story okay. uh, coming up. I thought it was my friend Mahogany down uh, down at uh, at a certain club down there. Real or Babylon Bee headline? White House claims $6 billion to Iran. Absolutely not related to the exactly $6 billion worth of rockets being fired into Israel. No, that's... Come on. No. <laughs> I'm getting better at this, folks. I just, you know, the BS. Meter. I do make it very hard. Yeah, no, but no, it's I mean, very difficult. Well, so a couple of them are confusing, though. But I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. um, having a one-track mind this all morning. Right. All right. In an attempt to avoid con- uh, concussion injuries, Olympic organization IOC to consider adding flag football to summer games. No, come on. Real? Oh no, actually they may. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. You were quick yeah, on that. I, but. Sorry. Yeah, no. I, now that it's, I did not see that story, and it, it, it um, with all the other stuff going on in sports. But yeah, that that makes sense. I lied about the rationale, by the way. I just oh, okay. added, that's not the reason why. But they okay. are attempting to add flag football to the summer games. I don't I, know if it has anything to do with concussion injuries. Well, I think that would be I cheated. A, that would be a cool deal. And lastly, Robbie. Okay, so I get like half credit on that. I'll give you full credit on that. Okay, only because I cheated. Okay. I threw you off with that's, that that's with, with, with that bogus lead in. It's not the first time, won't be the last. At least I'm honest about it. All right, <laughs> yes. real or Babylon B headline. <laughs> Z- Zelensky asks if this is a bad time to maybe get a couple billion more dollars. No. <laughs> he did not say that. <laughs> he is a comedian, but he didn't say that. Sadly, we're about to vote on giving Ukraine more money. Those lunatics in Congress are going to try to tie it to Israeli money. And I don't believe that Israel has asked us for any money... Or help. I know we're volunteering it, as we should. Help. But I don't think they've asked us for any money at this point in time. So we're going to get into more of that a little yeah. bit later on. But, you know, hey, you know, nicely. Thank nicely you very done. much. Thank you, you very much. You did okay hey, you know for, for a Thursday morning. It wasn't, hey, you, it wasn't too bad. Hey, you know what I win, folks? I win an Iron Dome, uh, uh, the uh, the home version. All right. Coming up, we do have uh, Robbie's rundown. I'll give you details on this woman that was uh, that stole the car to go to her stripper uh, interview. But what we, what oh, do we yeah, have? I can't wait for that story. But out of Muncie, Indiana, huh? Yeah. Okay. What, what do we have for the rundown? Well, we got some other stories, including one on the speaker fight continuing in D.C. A famous Olympian fights for her life and a story out of Chicago that's right out of the Earth 616 universe.
just wrapped up a round of Real or Babylon B headline to kick off the show this morning here on Twin Cities News Talk. Robbie's rundown coming up in just a moment. One of the uh, real headlines was a story out of a Fox. Police claim a Muncie woman, Muncie, Indiana, didn't know what the big deal was about stealing a Kia from a car dealership in order to allow her to drive to Indianapolis for a job interview to be an exotic dancer. All right, so first off, uh, that's uh, obviously Kia's fault, right? It's always Kia's fault. <laughs> According to the court documents, the 20-year-old uh, uh, Cassia Shelton acted like this whole thing was a joke. Did not understand what she was going to be arrested for after police tracked her down and questioned her about the stolen car. So uh, police learned about the theft. It was a 2013 Kia Optima. An employee at RDI Motors in Muncie called the police department to report the car was just stolen from the lot. Told the officer Shelton came to the dealership, asked how to look at the Kia. The employee had been preparing the car for a test drive, but said the phone kept ringing. And then no one was ever on the other end of the line when he answered. So the employee reportedly told Shelton to wait a moment while he answered the phone yet again. And then Shelton whoop, drove off with the Kia. So according to the documents, police used a camera system to track the stolen car, spotted it on the cameras going toward Minneapolis, later returning to Muncie. So <laughs> police connected Shelton to the car theft because she reportedly filled out a form on the dealership's website to buy another vehicle prior to stealing the Kia. So she basically just borrowed the car to go to the interview. And then thought this was totally fine. Officers went to her home where she initially lied about her identity. Court documents revealed that Shelton admitted to stealing the car, however, after police informed her that they knew who she was and what she had done. So this was only afterwards. You're right. Okay. Yes. Shelton reportedly told police that she stole the Kia in order to drive to Indianapolis for a stripper interview. Or I should say, uh, for an interview to become a stripper, I'm wording yeah, that. I'm, was, I'm wording that incorrectly. It was at the ver- it was at the very famous uh, strip club in Indianapolis. Who's your daddy? She didn't understand <laughs> what the big deal was, however, because she returned the vehicle later. Shelton returned the vehicle by dropping it. Oh, she dropped it off in the Muncie Mall's parking lot, located next door to oh. RDI Motors. When the cops found her, did they? Did they- all right, I'm sure you get. Yeah, no, to you it. just, you just, yeah, just, yeah, I gotta, I gotta wait filter. for it. I gotta joke, wait for joke, it. No, yeah. I gotta wait for it. I gotta wait for it. When police asked Shelton what happened to the car after she left the mall parking lot, Shelton reportedly uh, just kept saying that she saw it on some bees Snapchat. Excuse me. So she asked Shelton what happened to the car after she left it in the mall parking lot, and then she said something about seeing. It on someone else's Snapchat. According to the investigator who interviewed Shelton, Shelton did not understand that she was going to be arrested uh, for since she did not have the vehicle any longer. Listen, you know what? I, the, the problem that I have, I have a lot of problems with this, but <laughs> if she had, if she had taken the car back to the dealership, right? Like, I wonder what would have happened in that circumstance. So, you know, it's stolen. Oh my gosh. And she comes back. Here you go. And then called it a day. I mean, that, listen, in the world that we live in now, her pleading ignorance and thinking that was okay and actually going all the way back to the dealership, she probably would have gotten off the hook. Somewhat. 
I'm not sure if she would have gotten all the way off the hook. She was arrested well, just for being an idiot. There's a lot slap of slap on the wrist. John, there's a lot of idiots walking around. So uh, let's take a let's take a progressive stance on this. So one, it's Kia's fault, right. but it's also the dealership's fault for allowing her to take the car in the in, in the first place, right? Is it society's fault for putting her in a position of having to make a living as a stripper? <gasps> Is it the strip club's fault for setting a specific interview day and time which precluded her from getting any other types of of transportation is it republicans fault for not having good public transportation in the region to where she was forced to have to go and steal this vehicle these are the answers that i would like to know well unfortunately folks i can't use the term strip search anymore because i think that has been also banned those are z's (laughs) they sure are 651-989-5855 is the phone number. We're going to dive into uh, Robbie's rundown here in uh, just a few minutes. Uh, Right now, uh, getting back to more serious matters, uh, Anthony Blinken is in Israel. Uh, He and Benjamin Netanyahu are uh, addressing uh, the people in Israel and everybody right now. Listen to the beginning portion of their statements. I haven't had a chance to listen to it uh, since then. A lot of rehashing of what has what has taken place. And I don't mean this I don't mean to make this statement in a derogatory way, but it is it is a lot of a lot of PR going on continuing to expose just how horrific the actions were that Hamas took. And while one part of me goes, they keep rehashing this over and over again, because Biden spoke yesterday, and we'll play you some of that. He did something very strange during that um, address to uh, to Jewish leaders yesterday. But when he came out and spoke, he just kept reiterating everything that had taken place. And there was a part of me going, I, okay, why do we keep just hearing the same thing over and over again? And then when you stop and sort of realizing okay i'm in a different position i watch this stuff i listen to this stuff all the time and a lot of people don't so a lot of people unfortunately are just getting the surface level and a lot of the individuals that are out there blaming israel for all of this so i don't want to be too critical over the statements uh being made because at the same time i don't expect to hear benjamin netanyahu lay out specifically what Israel's plan is to continue to uh, uh, to go and hold Hamas uh, accountable. Before we get into Robbie's rundown, here's just a few of the comments from uh, Benjamin Netanyahu from just a few minutes ago. Moral clarity. This is a time, a particular time, a special time, that we must stand tall, proud, and united against evil. Tony, you are taking that stand. America is taking that stand. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, America, for standing with Israel today, tomorrow, and always. We have a lot of updates to add throughout the show this morning. Katie Pavlich from Fox News will be on at 8.30 uh, as well. Coming up, Robbie's Rundown. Mary Lou Retton is fighting for her life in ICU. And locally, raccoons are ravaging a town. Robbie will give us all the details next in the Rundown here on Twin Cities News. Five. Hello, you Talk AM 1130 and 103.5 FM. John Justice, producer Robbie. 
Getting ready for the rundown, I swear. Real quick, though, I want to play this for you. Kamala Harris. Oh, my gosh. It is no wonder to me when she uh, goes out in public why her approval numbers are so bad. She uh, walked out at uh, this college up on the stage, a group of individuals she was addressing, being interviewed for. It was a Fight for Freedom's college tour that she's currently on. Like, like She walked out cackling and laughing like she always does. And then at one point, she made this comment. I will tell you, I eat no for breakfast. <laughs> I don't hear no. <laughs> and I encourage you not to hear it. I immediately went to Happy Gilmore. Come on, that's exactly where I went when you had me put the clip up. There. I immediately thought of the Happy Gilmore line of "I eat blank for breakfast." You really, you eat you, blank, you really eat blank for breakfast. And then he's like, oh. she even did the Venn, the Venn diagram line during that during that appearance yesterday. I almost put the Happy Gilmore clip on the end of it. To surprise you, but I was like, you know I what? I tell you, I eat no for breakfast. She's just, I eat no for yeah, breakfast, she's, too. She's got it all by herself. Yeah. I don't hear no. <laughs> Maybe she meant... And I encourage you not to hear it. Potentially she meant O's, like Cheerios. No, she meant no. No? no. She really thinks no, she's no, funny. No, 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 right? Isn't that a song from like the 60s, right? I mean, I laugh at my own jokes, but it's not it's quite as bad. No, she's... No, it's quite oh, as she's, bad no, she's t- I'm not sure if she's less funny or... Well, you know what? I'll leave it there. Briefly, we got a lot of events coming up where you can come on out and uh, join us, meet and greet. First one uh, happening on uh, Monday, Pints and Politics at the Cowboy uh, Saloon in uh, Lexington at 530. If you go to uh, TC News Talk um, on uh, X or uh, my page on X, the um, at John J.O.N. Justice, they are pinned to the profile details on the event. So uh, make plans to come on out and join us on Monday, 530, Cowboy Saloon in uh, Lexington. Right now, Robbie, the floor is yours. All right, and today's rundown, as always, is brought to you by the Sandvold Financial Group. First up, number five. Let's hope we hear the goal, uh, the goal horn a lot this year at the X as the Wild will kick off the season tonight against the Florida Panthers at uh, downtown St. Paul. And this season, the Wild will host a dozen theme nights from Educator Appreciation Night next week to Pride Night in March. However, several sports outlets re- report that National Hockey League last week sent a memo to all teams announcing uniforms and gear for official practices, warm-ups, and games cannot be altered to reflect theme nights. The Wild declined an interview or to provide a statement but a spokesperson said the team plans to adhere to the new rules, though he said the memo didn't detail consequences for anyone who doesn't. He also emphasized theme nights will still occur and that players are encouraged to engage in causes they care about off the ice. Now, Pride Tape is the uh, company that sells rainbow tape athletes use on hockey sticks. They released a statement that says it's extremely disappointed by the NHL's decision. Now, last season, all NHL teams held Pride or Hockey's for Everyone nights, but several teams opted out of wearing Pride jerseys. Several players opted out of participating in it for a variety of players, including some Russian-born players for religious reasons. As a result, some teams, including the Wild, decided not to have any players wear Pride jerseys, despite initially telling fans they would. Now, the NHL said players opting out of Pride nights served as a distraction to the work teams were doing in the community. Back in June of this year, the league stopped allowing teams to wear any themed jerseys for warm-ups. The new ban expands that to include gear and to include practices 
and games. Yeah, this is why we can't have nice things. We used to be able to, as a society, discern you know, themed nights, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. They'll do them for all kinds of different reasons. They'll have pop culture themed nights. They'll do nights for charity groups and, and things like that. But continuing my commentary from yesterday, the adoption of many of these that ended up turning into political statements you should avoid. So if the NFL feels that this is the way they can avoid the controversy, I am fine with that. That's fine. That's, that's, that is a better move than going out and making what are overt political statements and then pushing back on those within the organizations, within the league, that for their own very specific beliefs don't want to participate. I mean, therein lies the, therein lies the problem. So you, you got to pick which way you want to go on this. You want to do your theme nights? Okay, that's fine. But allow players to go and opt out if they want to go and, and, and opt out. Uh, you understand you're going to invite criticism uh, and commentary when you go and do this. But clearly the NFL is trying to avoid this, and I'm okay with that as well. But again, it kind of ruins it for everybody and the other times when they do theme nights that aren't nearly as controversial. I think the NHL uh, ends up um, just kind of protecting its players in this case because I don't think that while it's they can't have it be a gray area and they can't have you know some players participating and some not because then – I I, I I just think because because then you I I think what the NHL did is fine I just I just don't agree with some players can because then you have the fans questioning why the other players didn't and then you have a whole big but that's, you, you know sports is supposed to be about entertainment not sure. about it's okay. right and and you agree that we should keep all this stuff out of sports I don't think you need to if you respect people's beliefs so. Fans getting upset, that's on them. That's their choice. If they want to do pride events, but they don't want to respect the athletes from being able right. to opt out, then don't then, then get rid of the pride events. If they want to do pride themes, they should go and allow those right. athletes to go and make their own commentary and, and statements. I have no I have no problem with that at all. If that's what the NHL wanted to do, as long as they go and they allow people to go, those athletes to go and, and opt out. It's very similar to what happens within the schools when you have particular items that are controversial that some parents may not want their children to be involved in. You allow those children to opt out. Allow them to take a different class. Allow them to leave class at that certain time if that's the route you're going to go. But unfortunately, they don't do that a lot of the time. So in this case, the better route is to get rid of it, to get rid of all of it. But I disagree. I, I'm totally fine if the athletes want to opt out on their own. And I think that any franchise or any sports entity should allow them to go and do that. Right. And, and it could be a case by case basis. But again, your your blanket statement definitely is 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 right. And it, it, it I can't imagine you being like an owner of one of these franchises. Right. And having to deal with. Everything that you deal with on a day-to-day basis and then having this thrown in your lap and just having another, as they said, it was a distraction last year when the, the, the work that they were doing in the community for those causes, you know, was, was being kind of hampered by the um, kind of news stories that come out, that had come out about certain players not wanting to participate. But sure, but that's 100% on the individuals within the organizations that decided to put forward these nights in the first place. They brought it on them. Right. They brought it on themselves. It's the same thing as the NFL sort of adopting slogans from Black Lives Matter. Athletes 
and individual players should have been allowed to adopt to opt out of having those virtue signaling statements on their uniform. If they want to go and put them on the end zone in the field, whatever, that's fine. But if you want, if you say, listen, I don't stand for what the Black Lives Matter movement stands for. I've been to their website. I see who they align with, and especially in times like like right now. And I know I'm bringing in another another facet to this, but this right. is the similar example that I have. If they want to do that, that's fine. But allow the players to go and make their own choices and opt out of having to go and put those particular statements on their on their uniforms. But that doesn't happen most often. So this is the extreme measures that they need to go to, like the NHL is doing. And in the Premier League uh, over in England, there's a no room for racism cause that's been going on for a few years now. And basically, the players before the opening kickoff will take a knee for about three seconds, and then they'll get up and they'll start playing. And it happens before every Premier League game, and it's basically just kind of accepted now as part of kind of the pregame. Yeah, no. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, no. Well, and, and all the players participate. Yeah, so, that's again, you know, pretty but, ridiculous. but again, the way they do things in Europe and the fans there and, and, and the way that they're, you know, some of the people that are treated in certain countries and things like that, like people in Italy and things like that. It's just been awful. They've actually banned fans for the racism um for for uh, some of the stuff that's well, going I'm, on, I'm 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 sure that a lot of racism has ended because of those players taking knees. I'm just every time well, that those players take a knee, somebody decides not to do something racist. I'm I'm I'm, I, I'm well, confident. Well, of that. I agree with you in that. I think they think it's a show of solidarity, and so be it. We will move forward. And uh, now for a perfect ten. Yes. Number four. That was the sound of Mary Lou Retton getting a perfect 10 in the floor exercise at the 1984 Olympics. And uh, unfortunately, she is now fighting for her life. And the love that Americans have for Mary Lou Retton is very evident in the amount of money her daughter's fundraiser has collected in just one day. On Wednesday, Retton's four daughters thanked everyone for the outpouring of love and support. The gold medal winning gymnast who became known as America's sweetheart after the 84 Olympics continues fighting for her life, according to her daughter. Her daughter said her mom is being treated for a very rare form of pneumonia. In a SpotFun.com post Tuesday, Kelly, um, her daughter, said Retton, who lives in Houston, is not able to breathe on her own and has been in ICU for more than a week. And then we have some uh, some quotes here from um, a doctor in Houston that basically saying that most patients get community-acquired pneumonia, also referred to as walking pneumonia, but some patients can get a severe form of it and end up in the ICU, which is what Mary Lou Retton has, so we all pray for her. Yeah, um, in ICU down in Houston, America's sweetheart. Yeah, uh, prayers for her and her family that she will uh, recover quickly from this and be able to uh, go home. That was in L.A., right? The '84 Olympics. Yeah, so, I went. Right? Oh, you did. Yeah, I don't remember what event it was, but I went. I went with my dad. Oh, you did, to the actual uh, Coliseum for for uh, like track and field. Like, do you remember if it was track? No, like obviously I said, I the Coliseum I was. I don't remember what event it was. Okay, which is it was just somewhere in L.A. Uh, speaking of L.A., did you know that the uh, the only winning Powerball ticket was sold 75 miles north of L.A. Uh, in a town, uh, Fraser City, I believe it's called. So yeah, one ticket won the Powerball. Uh, last night, so um, away we go with that, and away we go with our next story. Number three. Burnsville is warning residents to avoid raccoons after a reported increase in strange behavior, according to a post from the city. The city described in the post that these raccoons have been unafraid of their surroundings, allowed humans to approach, and had seizures or extended periods of inactivity or slumping. Officials recommended staying away from wildlife and keeping children and pets away as well. Burnsville officials said that two of these raccoons tested negative for rabies, but one tested positive for distemper and salmonellosis. And the second one likely also died of salmonellosis. 
Reported sightings have been across the city with no particular region, according to officials. So watch out for raccoons, Sean. If you're dealing with any uh, crazy raccoons in, in Burnsville, I, I want to hear from you. 651-989-5855 or leave your own uh, tale of a raccoon terror on the uh, talkback on the iHeartRadio app. I would I would love to hear from you. I um, am, have been, well, not recently, but I went through a, a brief a stint on Instagram of watching uh, red panda videos. Those, they're amazing. Red pandas are amazing. Uh, what's funny about the red panda, though, is that it's it's more closely aligned with a raccoon than it is. Well, actually, it's it's aligned with a raccoon as opposed to being aligned with a with a panda. They just they essentially look like raccoons. They're just colored differently and they have a different uh, a different demeanor it just makes me laugh how you know like you know raccoons are considered one thing over here we've decided and yet the red panda is treasured and you know is 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 is, ke- is kept off by itself because people love them that just makes me laugh please continue <laughs> all right next up number two this is quite a story here out of chicago Maison de Champ, the self-described pro-life Spider-Man, scaled the 42-story, 588-foot Accenture Tower in Chicago to raise money for an expectant mother in need. Deschamps free-climbed the skyscraper, which houses the Israeli consulate, before being arrested by police once he reached the top. Now, the pro-life Spider-Man live-streamed his stunt on Instagram, sharing that he was raising money. Deschamps said that this particular mother had an abortion scheduled for October 14th, and his hope is to raise money for the expectant mother to choose to keep the baby. Now, the 23-year-old... Helps raise money for Let Them Live, a nonprofit organization that helps abortion-minded mothers financially and emotionally, according to its website. We are trying to raise money for this young mom to pay her medical bill and to pay her rent. The person who was live-streaming Deschamps said everything she needs to choose life. Well, unfortunately, he's going to have to pay, you know, for being arrested. So I, I hope that in the end, and we'll keep an eye on the story, that he ends up, making more money than he ends up having to spend after being arrested for the for the stunt. I would assume that he calculated the risk over reward on this before he decided to uh, to take this crawl. So we'll wait and see. And finally, chair declares the house in recess subject to the call of the chair. Number 1. One of the two big stories we've been talking about all week, John, and Republicans nominated Representative Steve Scalise on Wednesday to be the next House Speaker, but struggled to quickly unite their deeply divided majority and elected the conservative in a public floor vote after the historic ousting of uh, Representative Kevin McCarthy from the job. In private balloting at the Capitol, House Republicans narrowly pushed aside Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, the Firebrand Judiciary Committee chairman in favor of Scalise, the current majority leader. Now, the Louisiana congressman who is battling blood cancer is seen as a hero to some after surviving the shooting uh, at the congressional baseball game practice in 2017. We have a lot of work to do, Scalise said afterward. A floor vote of the whole House was expected, but tensions are still running high among Republicans who have brought the House to a standstill with bitter infighting after McCarthy's stunning removal last week. The House was gaveled into a brief session, then broken definitely with next steps uncertain. What's uncertain is whether lawmakers who supported Jordan, the hardliner backed by Donald Trump, will supposed throw their support to Scalise in what is sure to be a close vote of the full House. Jordan said little after the vote, only that the GOP majority is divided. But Jordan did offer to give Scalise a nominating speech on the floor and what would be a show of support during a vote. So what is going to be um, kind of the breaking point here, John? When do you think things are going to kind of 
ratchet up. Uh, not for a while, because they're not going to be voting for uh, for a bit. I will dive into uh, more of this here in uh, just a moment, including uh, the Republicans that are uh, blo- uh, blocking uh, Speaker uh, Scalise and when what took place yesterday and why I'm totally fine with all of this uh, happening in light of um, what's taking place on a number of, uh, of different levels, including when we uh, mentioned the funding issue that Biden is about to put uh, forward. Uh, before we dive into that, though, did get a talk back I wanted to play. We had the uh, raccoon story in uh, Burnsville asking if you're dealing with any uh, if you're dealing with any raccoon issues locally. Good morning, John and Robbie. This is Commander Kuby over here in Fridley. We're having raccoon issues in the soffits of our townhomes. Yikes. OK, so not Burnsville, but apparently the the, the issue is not uh, it's not isolated to oh. to Burnsville spreading. We have a we have a chip a chipmunk issue, uh, not really an issue. There's a, there's a a chipmunk that likes to live in our garage. Pretty sure he there's like one little in one of the creases on the roof. Like every year, there's a just a, a piece that uh, it's pretty flimsy. It pops out, and I'm I'm convinced that he's going up there and finding his uh, finding his way in. I bet if I went in there, I would find my little my little chipmunk home. Okay, is that uh, Simon or Theodore? Theodore. Got it. Out of Newsmax, as many as seven House Republicans are blocking the majority leader, Steve Scalise, from having a floor vote, securing the votes to become next speaker. As many as seven of those House Republicans, um, even with support of Representative Jim Jordan, they could not wrap up the magic 2017 as of last night. So the vote for speaker uh, scheduled for Wednesday afternoon was abruptly postponed uh, to an unknown date. Presumably, uh, when uh, Scalise does, in fact, have 217 votes confirmed. Representative Dan Webster, a Republican out of uh, Florida, said it really bothers me that the clock is ticking on the continuing resolution to fund the federal government. And we're losing time in the 45 days that it lasts. He told Newsmax shortly after the postponement of the vote for a uh, first speaker. Listen, I'm convinced that uh, once they get a speaker and uh, they begin uh, voting on issues, there's a bunch of bad decisions that are going to be presented and uh, voted on. So at this point in time, let them fight. The biggest concern over this is, one, the continuing resolution to fund the federal government, right? And we're down to what? A little over 30 days right now. So they'll get it done before then. But the criticism... That came up when this whole thing, you know, imploded in in the first place, kind of played out the way that I expected. Now, it happened because of what's taken place in Israel. But this whole conversation and concern around, oh, it makes the GOP look awful, looks bad. Oh, oh, my gosh, it's horrible for them. They're going to use it against you in the next election. Everybody's going to forget about it. And everybody did forget about it. And right now, hardly anybody's paying attention. And I'm. Convinced that's part of the reason why you still have some Republicans that are um, showing resistance to all of this. They know they have a bit of cover with what's happening in uh, Israel right now. But to the point that I mentioned, figures in the Biden administration yesterday privately informed legislators that the administration is preparing a supplemental funding request that contains assistance for Israel, Ukraine and Taiwan, along with border security. So I'll give you border security. But at the same time, when it comes to the border security funding, are they doing anything to shore up the border without any additional money? Or are they just going to throw money at the problem the way that the DFL 
Governor Tim Walls throws money at the schools and says this will fix the problem. Because there are things that they can do right now to begin securing the border. So additional funding at this point in time is kind of ridiculous if you're not going to do what's necessary to stop the flow of people coming into the country. When it comes to Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan, first off, has Israel asked for any money? I don't believe that they have. I believe we should offer them support, and we've set our military over there and more. We'll have comments from President Joe Biden from yesterday with regards to that. When he actually brought up Iran during his speech to Jewish leaders, I don't think he was supposed to, though. I think that was a mistake, especially based off of the National Security Council, John Kirby, during the White House press conference, who did everything he could to spin his way out of saying that Iran was involved in the Hamas terrorist attack. So if Israel's not asking for any funding, then we don't need to be giving them any. Ukraine, yeah, enough's enough already. I mean, for crying out loud. I mean, Biden has a new email daily sitting in his inbox from Zelensky asking for more money. And then in terms of Taiwan, have they asked for more assistance and, and money? And, and okay, and, and why? Listen, if we're not heading towards World War III or not already in World War III, depending on your definition of World War III, the Biden administration, based off of looking at getting this additional funding alone, certainly makes it seem like we are. So, again, all of this is to say I am totally fine with them taking their sweet time on getting a House speaker because right now I just feel like a bunch of bad things are going to get voted and passed once they do get a speaker in place. Thankfully, there are some Senate Republicans that are aiming to force President Biden to refreeze the $6 billion in uh, Iranian oil revenue the administration unfroze last month in exchange for the release of the U.S. citizens. And again, National Security Council John Kirby said yesterday that it, and he laid out yesterday all the ways in which Iran has supported Hamas and decades of terrorism. Biden in and of himself has, has has talked about this. He threatened Iran yesterday. So we have every reason to go and refreeze that money, and yet they refuse to do so. We'll talk a little bit more about this and the reasons why that might be the case uh, coming up next hour. 651-989-5855. We'll get to your talkbacks coming up. We have an update. Remember Carly Russell? She was the one that, fa- that fabricated the kidnapping. Um, she was... Uh, in court yesterday we'll give you the results of that and tomorrow hamas is calling for a global day of jihad on friday the 13th biden said yesterday during his speech that silence is complicity and yet we still haven't heard from so many of those self-proclaimed socialist dflers that are aligned with the democrat socialists here in minnesota that are blaming israel for what took place over the weekend i wonder how they feel about these calls for a global day of jihad uh, tomorrow i'll give you the details next on twin cities news talk judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.